Welcome to Rod Talks. Hey everybody, how's everybody doing today? We're in Phoenix, Arizona at the Reiki Academy. This is pretty fun. I have a guest today that uh, you may recognize. She's been on my podcast a few times and actually her and I used to have a podcast together <laughs> called the Rod and Cindy Podcast. What this is, Cindy Movie. Hi, hello, hello, hello everyone. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Uh, this everybody's doing great. How about your everybody? Oh, everybody over here is pretty good too. But I, I, I just wanted to tell everybody that we have guests here today too, yes. besides Cindy and I. Yes, that, yes, it's the one, the only, Virginia. <whistles> Yay! Hi, Virginia. <laughs> With her yeah. abundant palace. Yes, Virginia's abundant palace. And oh my gosh, make sure you check out her stuff that she has coming up here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing that uh, Virginia will be doing some meditations and some teachings, and I think belly dancing too, if I if I remember that right, correct? Wow, <laughs> she'd love to. Well, you will love this, Virginia, because I have a lady that's going to be coming in to do belly dancing and movement classes here. Holy cow, that sounds cool. So we're talking about we're bringing in the feminine like you would not believe. I mean, we are. We are just bringing that feminine energy into the Reiki Academy. And speaking of bringing the feminine into the Reiki Academy, besides Virginia coming in and doing her beautiful podcasts, or her, oh, I guess her meditations, too. Yes, I'm going to have to get her on my podcast. But she is also bringing that feminine. But Cindy, oh my gosh, tell everybody what you're going to be doing here. Well, the thought and mission is to have a Mary Magdalene, Sophia, feminine kind of a circle or chat or sharing uh, and caring and all that. Sharing is caring. It is, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So just trying to bring more of an awareness, excuse me, to the feminine energies and um, what is out there and what is not out there and what should be out there. And just just really just kind of bring that vibration together, bringing the sisters, even the brothers together, and let's raise it. That was a question that I had from some of my students and clients. that They're saying, when Cindy does this, is males going to be invited? I would say yes. I would hope they would show up. I've got to have some balance. And we all have the male and female within us anyways. And so I I totally welcome the male. Absolutely. 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 You got to have that yin and yang, right? Type of thing. For sure. Absolutely. Virginia's uh, also allowing males to come into her class too. But I think they have to wear uh, Speedles. I'm not sure. Whoa. As long as I don't have to wear a bikini. <laughs> yeah, okay. bikini and Speedles meditation. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Cindy's, Cindy, that's funny because, uh, anyway, never mind. Let's move on. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of excited about this. Not kind of because Mary Magdalene has always been kind of like a, uh, you know, I love her. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know how to say it otherwise. Mm-hmm. That she has this fabulous energy. Mm. But I have a question for you because this is really interesting. Is I a lot of my clients lately who have been asking about Mary Magdalene and everything else. One of the questions is, is about birthing. Everybody seems that is connected to Mary Magdalene energy has been talking about birthing our babies. They see babies or they're birthing or something. I have a 74 year old lady whose Kundalini is awakening, and she's wondering, you know, if that has to do anything with Mary Magdalene stuff and. 
So I was like, you know, I'm going to do a podcast, Cindy, and and let's let's kind of talk about that. What do you think? Okay, sure. Yes. Um, well, seems like there's a few answers to what you had just uh, shared and asked and what have you. Um, the birthing is, um, I believe, is m- my view on it. Um, again, it's, you know, whatever you all think too, but my version of it is we're in this new Aquarian age, um, the golden age. I like to even call it the rose gold age because as it was kind of presenting itself as of late, I feel strongly um, the rose gold color came out. And uh, of course, that's going to represent the Mary Magdalene. She's, you know, Mm -hmm. all about the rose. Um, So... Wow, I lost my train of thought. That's all right. But it's that energy. It really is. It's that oh, rain. so the rebirthing. Yeah, or yeah, the birthing. The rebirthing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know. It's yeah, okay. so I think it's just bringing, out, bringing that out. You know, that in itself, moving into the age of Aquarius is, is a birthing in itself. And I feel like because the feminine energy has been um, put away and, um, sh- you know, don't talk about it, don't feel it, um, for so many millennials, um, I feel that now it, it's time for it to come out. So I feel like that's the, the birth or the rebirthing that a lot of people are experiencing. It's bringing out that feminine energy to help balance what is so unbalanced out there. And uh, it's not to say that it's um, supposed to be dominant or anything like that. It's just to bring the awareness and the feeling of that feminine energy to bring, again, the balance. Yep. So that is my version of what the birthing is i know i experienced it and it was like i felt almost physically like giving birth but it's just because there's so many energies that are trying to open up and and you know come out and of course those energies come from the you know the second chakra for sure and the base chakra also and of course if when you're talking to kundalini well that's where the the serpent you know, lies and is still until she, she is awoken and, you know, goes, you know, starts traveling up and out. And that's what we're experiencing. We're traveling up and out to bring all this beautiful energy out to all. And this Kundalini, I feel, is she's, you know, spiraling up and coming out and connecting herself too to the to the realms above and, and to our human selves as well. Bringing that gap that's in in the bridge bringing that bridge together that's fascinating i mean i don't ever <laughs> ever recall you talking about the kundalini with mary magdalene and uh, i you were channeling the some of the stuff weren't you it I, just was a flow there for sure i love it that that's was amazing so i have another question for you because this has been coming up also is that uh some of these people their kundalinis are awakening at an older age i mean I don't believe they're old. That's what they're saying. Is there, I'm older. Why in the heck is my Kundalini awakened? So, but it's interesting. The energy of it is, is that I see when I look at it, a snake curled up in a basket with eggs. Hmm. And it's very interesting. I'm trying to, I'm trying to place this as why, why is a snake in a ba- in a basket with eggs? Cause that's how I'm seeing it. And and as we're working with the Kundalini, it's kind of interesting to, to see this effect. Do you have any comment on that? Um, well, I mean, I don't know, I guess if you, what your vision is of it or you're seeing or feeling or what have you, um, 
maybe that's the the all that we're talking about right now, you know, the birthing and, and the kundalini and, um, you know, those go hand in hand. I mean, you with birthing, you have, you know, start out with eggs. I don't know. And, <laughs> you know, and you're, all right, your eggs are in a right. basket. But that means there's more than just one birth, you know. Right. It, it's And it's not, you know, necessarily a physical. It could right. be mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of it. And maybe that's part of the, what the eggs represent is right. just the new beginnings for all of those to be awoken. Right. That's a great possibility. It's really interesting because they seem to be colorful eggs. I mean, I'm not talking Easter eggs or anything like that, <laughs> but they're colorful eggs. And they kind of like look like they have rhinestones and they've been decorated to this beautiful ancestral type looking eggs. And it's, I don't know what, the, what were those precious eggs called? Um, oh, they're the, the, um, the precious eggs, whatever they are. I, I can't even think of the name of them right now, but um, they're that special egg that they're priceless, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what they kind of look like. And so I'm wondering if this has something to do with that is the way I'm seeing it is the birthing is, this is just going to be a priceless thing. I sure, mean, absolutely. It's, it's just going to be so priceless, and, and is everybody ready for that? So, Well, that is a big question just in itself. I mean, I think some people are, some people aren't. Some people are going to be whether they want it to or not, and they may not know how to experience it. But, um, you know, I believe through some time here, I think I believe we will all be awoken to it. And, absolutely, um, absolutely. I feel that it is, you know, necessary in so many ways. Um, now, getting back to the Kundalini for a moment, you know, I've heard stories, you know, that people have shared from like a long time ago. You know, it's like, no, you don't want that to happen. All this, you know, stuff will happen to you. Well, and 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 maybe that is so true, and maybe or maybe that's what it was before. And now with this new energy, maybe she's helping to bring it to life in a more, a little bit more gentler way and not so rough. Like I've heard people right, talk about Right, right. And, um, again, the, the feminine, she's all about, you know, love and grace and peace and balance and, you know, compassion and mercy and all these beautiful, beautiful, um, virtues that are, you know, what we're supposed to be living. Right. And this is what this is all about is we're trying to come back to what it is that we're really supposed to be doing in our lives. And that is to be sharing love um, and caring and having compassion and forgiveness. And she is what this is all about. So if, if, if it's the Kundalini that is going to be the spark that wakes people up, then so be it, you know, just, don't be afraid of it. Embrace it, you know, and 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 find people who have had that experience or, or you know, um, like-minded people. You know, make sure you you trust who you're going to talk to. And, um, but it could be a very beautiful experience, you know. Yeah. Um, I know for me it was interesting at first, <laughs> just because I didn't know. Uh, be, remember, I was there. Yeah, I was around you when you you're yeah. currently welcome. Yeah. But I was never afraid. That no, was that absolutely. was the most interesting part of it all. I, in fact, I I craved to 
learn more of everything in spirituality. Right. Just like oh, it woke me, yeah. me up. Like that door wasn't a little skinny door. It was like this big old grand <laughs> door that opened and said, here you go, Cindy. Now go and explore and have fun. And exactly. I did. And I did. And I still do, of course. But um, the feminine energies, um, I, I can't talk enough about it. Oh, Only absolutely. in a positive, loving way. Absolutely. And um, I... I hope, you know, more people get to, you know, feel that and see that or experience it or start, you know, allowing themselves to say it and share it because a lot of people grew up where their parents didn't, you know, touch them or hug them or tell them they love them. Right. And, you know, I hope that this is a huge transition even for them, you know, to pass on not only for themselves, but to even their, you know, families and friends, you know, because the more that people say, hey, I love you or, you know, or just something in a beautiful sense like that, I, I feel it's going to raise the vibration so much more. And hopefully some of this ugly that is out there can start, you know, calming down and, and, um, and not being so, so fearful out there, you know, right. it really is. And, um, I feel like she, she's come at a, a perfect time in, in our, in our lives and in this millennial to bring this awareness to help, you know, balance. Yeah. So that's so beautiful. Thanks. And uh, uh, Cyclopedia Virginia uh, looked up that the egg's name was uh, Fabergé egg. Okay, so yeah, Sweet. just ask her. She's like Cliff Clavin. I mean, yeah. she knows, she has all the answers. <laughs> she does. I, I love that having Dictionary Virginia around. Fantastic. She's awesome. Yes, Google <laughs> Google Thank Virginia. You, Virginia. Thank yes, you. Absolutely. Hey, That's, speak. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. One more no, thing. What, what? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got things to talk to you about. Right. So back to the egg, now that you found out the name, and you said they were colorful, um, what I wanted to share is that uh, Mary Magdalene, she is the rainbow bridge. She is part divine and part human. So she brings what is above, below, and below above. She is that rainbow bridge. So it makes complete sense that you saw colors. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I love colors so much. Color therapist Cindy. <laughs> she loves colors. I do love colors. <laughs> so um, it's, Cindy was talking about she when her kundalini was waking, she had no fear whatsoever. And I can contest to that because I found out about her kundalini awakening, awakening on 19th Avenue in Phoenix, Arizona, but I was in a separate car. Yeah, don't be saying anything you shouldn't be saying here. I don't know where you're going with this, but Cindy pulls up next to my uh, friend and I just had did a show, and Cindy pulls up in her goddess mobile and hollers, "Hey, hey! I think my Kundalini's awakening." Oh my gosh! Do you remember that? I do. I said, "Let's kind go. Of. Let's go go to Denny's and talk about yeah. it." Yeah. So. Yeah, I kind of remember it. The thing is that when you are on such a high high vibrational spiritual moment like that it's like being drunk you don't really rem- or being high well, you don't remember a whole lot th- I'll be straight up with you like, yeah you kind of were <laughs> looking, acting like a drunk lady <laughs> on the 19th Avenue yeah because you're just so you are so full of bliss yes. and like you, your human doesn't even exist you know you're just like walking and talking and singing on this cloud up in the you know yeah. universe and yeah. And so, um, yeah. yeah, who knows what you say or do. Exactly. You know, um, I was reading a study about uh, men's kundalini awakening, too. And one of the biggest reasons men get out of touch therapy, like massage therapy, structural therapy, and things like that, because of their kundalini awakening. And it scares them so bad that 
they've been inbred in their mind, archaic thinking and conditioning, like Virginia says, you've been inbred so much about um, that that's a bad thing that they quit their jobs because they think they're they're turning into a dirty old man. Mm-hmm. And I know that studying Kundalini and everything else, that as long as you don't bring the human aspect into it, like a human person into the awakening, your awakening is so blissful, you know, if you mm-hmm. just allow it to be a spiritual adventure mm-hmm. instead of in a physical adventure. And that's what I love about the, the Kundalini, you know, being awakened because that's some of the best healing you could ever go through. Why quit? Why quit that? You know, you just mm-hmm. have to change your mindset that who you really truly are. Oh, for sure. Ways. Absolutely. I so, think that's why I wasn't afraid because it, it felt right. Right. You know, I think Absolutely. it was just a knowing that this is how I'm supposed to feel and this is how I'm supposed to be and this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. And um, I think that's why I didn't really feel the fear, never. Yeah, and um, even some crazy, crazy moments, but I, I didn't. <laughs> I embraced right. it and worked my way through it. And I think, because you, like you said, it's just a blissful, spiritual, Absolutely. you know, moment, hopefully for all. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Give or take, right? Mm-hmm. So... I know that this uh, podcast wasn't going to end up being about the Kundalini and that. So let's go back to Mary Magdalene again. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is your feeling about where she came from and why is she such a, such a big imprint on everybody? Yeah. Well, um, truth be told, I don't know that I ever knew of her growing up until, you know, I don't know, eight years or something ago. Um, and she just kind of started coming into my life. I don't even know how, but she did. Um, but I, I just have this feeling and knowing that she is a beautiful, caring, loving, compassionate, forgiveness type woman. You mm-hmm. know, I don't feel and believe that what they said that she is or was is true. No. Um, you know, she's the Sophia. She's the feminine aspect of you know, our universe here, in, in my opinion. Um, so I just, I don't know. I came across her and, and <laughs> I have felt her. I feel that she's within me and around me uh, yep. all the time. And uh, so I embrace that because who wouldn't want, right. you know, a deity to be with, you know, within you and around you and guiding you and loving you and supporting you and, you know, doing all the, and, and loving you. You right. know, on a spiritual right. level, it's just amazing. Right. So I actually remember when you started uh, feeling Mary Magdalene. Oh, okay. So it was a session in that uh, I was doing work at a church. And do you remember that church I was doing work at? Yeah, the West Side. It was side. upstairs. Yeah, it was upstairs. Mm-hmm. And Mary Magdalene came through you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was really interesting is that you spoke... Or let her speak through you, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And I was just kind of like shocked and everything else. And then, and I asked her who she was, and she says, I am Mary Manglin. And when you came out of it and you came back and everything, I was starting to ask you who you thought Mary Magdalene was. And I remember you thinking the way the Bible had portrayed her in, in, in a kind of a negative way. I'm not going to say it because that's not true of her. But that's the only thing you knew really knew about her. And I said... Cindy, she's in you. Mm-mm. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you start believing that and start realizing that she really was in you. 
And she carried that energy within you all over the place. And I watched you from there just blossom. And like you said, after that, that's when your Kundalini awoken. You started seeing these babies on the ceiling of your bedroom and kept going, mm-hmm. Rod, you'd call me and go, Rod, why am I seeing this big baby on the ceiling <laughs> of my bedroom? Yeah, it's like, I think I'm going to burst something. And you said, I'm too old to have a baby. <laughs> you kept saying that. And I was like, no, you know, you're okay. Well, I, I was still learning the difference between human and spiritual energy. You know, the, the difference. I know it's in one, but yet it's a, I was living more a little bit more of a human, but right. feeling the spiritual. Absolutely. Yeah. So... You've gotten many messages throughout your lifetime of, mm. of since Mary Magdalene's been in your life and that. What have these messages been telling you? I mean, what have they been telling you to do? Well, a lot of things, you know, and basically just do your work, Cindy, you know, um, because if she is sharing with me what she's about that means she wants me to be like her and to do the same thing because she when she was alive of course um shared that beautiful love Mm -hmm. and spread that beautiful love and um and she wants me to do the same thing oh that's so beautiful Mm -hmm. i mean it's teaching love right Mm -hmm. that's what we we're all here is about teaching love Mm -hmm. It's an interesting thing is that uh, the other day I posted on Facebook about words, right? It being, mm-hmm. you know, not not all words are positive words and shouldn't be used as a power word, right? And the whole basics is allowing love to be spoken through you all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think it's a negative word, I'm not going to use it around you because I don't want to offend anybody. So mm-hmm. the ba- basic is, is that the energy of the word, you know, is put out there, but it's also perception, right? Mm-hmm. Because everything has its own perception that, but if you think about it, is that if you just spoke from your heart only mm-hmm. every time you would never have to worry about what you say, would you? So mm-hmm. this is that part of the Mary Magdalene, I believe that's around us, that's in us and everything else is that. Just speak love. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to get this. A lot of people don't understand it. A lot of people don't get the love thing. They're going to take it a whole different way and everything else than that. But our boundaries is love also. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. You know, right. our boundaries are love. For sure. And, you know, it's okay that those people feel that way or think that way. I mean, they're living their journey, and hopefully one day they will, you know, get on board, you know, or, or incorporate that in their life, you know, it's, mm-hmm. and um, realize that it's, it's really a lovely thing, yeah. you know, um, I, I, just real quick, you know, I, I find uh, heart-shaped things all the time yeah, and, yeah. you know, rocks and stuff, and, and truth be told, this story today happened, and um, I made myself a little, you know, cheese crisp for lunch, and 
And I went to go take a bite of it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, one of the brown spots, you know, was a heart shape. And I, so I showed my ladies. I said, look, that's a heart. And the uh, one lady says, you know, Cindy, every time I see a heart, I always think of you. Absolutely. And uh, several people have actually told me that in, in their path. Or they'll send me in, in their past. Or they'll send me a picture, you know, look what I found on the trail. Or look what I found. It's, it's just so wonderful. It's just those little things are bringing awareness to what is to be and what should be. Absolutely. So now you're going to put yourself out there, aren't you? Yeah. And I know that's been a fear of yours also. You know, we talk about the Kundalini waking up and not of fear, but there is a fear that comes with putting yourself out there. What, where does that stem from? Well, I, like I've shared with you before, I, I want to so much talk about this and share this and have classes with this and et cetera, et cetera, you know, do a heart hike, you know, and look for hearts on a hike, you know, and things like, I, I, I dream of that. I, my, if you call it a fear, a fear is that I don't want people to think I'm weird and, and like being egotistical or anything. And, and cause I'm not, and that's not what I want to portray. And that's not what I will portray at all. I just want, you know, my truth will be spoken in its honesty. And, um, so my fear is that I don't want people to think I'm weird or crazy or like, I don't know, but I probably should just get over that and just share what I know and feel that and what is needed. It was needed. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what do you think Mary Magdalene did when she was an apostle for Jesus? Do you think that, because that was kind of a man thing, right? It was a guy thing, but she was one of the apostles. She, was around there. She's a disciple, you know, of Jesus. And she mm-hmm. was, you know, my feeling, my feeling is that Jesus and her had a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think she felt? Did she wonder what her family was going to think or anything else too? Or, or is it, do you think that she just went out there because she believed in this so much? Oh no, I, I totally feel that she had some sort of fear because, you know, first of all, she was a woman and women weren't allowed to speak or share feelings or you know what have you and you know so sad but um but I believe there came a time you know when Jesus died most likely is when she had to step up to the plate and do his work but do it within what she had within her um yes she may have learned a lot of it and drew strength from him but it was really her and what she had within her. And she, you know, went out there and did the best she could with what she had. And um, those are my feelings, you know, that she did want to share and she shared as much as she could, again, with what she was able to be able to do. And uh, uh, gosh, if she could probably be alive today, (laughs) she would be changing this world around in a second. But um, But what if she is? What if she's alive within you and other women? Virginia and other yeah, women. of course. This is her way of being able to do her work is through us right now because life is obviously way different than what it was back then. And um, we have not only just technology to help get this word out, but we have more people to help get this word out, you know, living here on the planet. But I think you're right. I think this is her way of saying, you know what, I'm going to, you know, make this explode exponentially, you know, what should be and what um, she wanted probably back then to be. Absolutely. You know, can you imagine back then? It was hard to travel. It was hard for people to listen to a female, I'm sad to say, but 
you know, I think she did the best she could. And I, I praise her for that. I honestly do. I, I just feel it in my heart. You know, I really do. So I've got to change this because we're going to take religion out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so let's just take Jesus and Mary out of the, you know, let's say there's people out there that uh, don't believe in Christianity, mm-hmm. or the Bible and things like that. What is still the message that is being sent? Well, well, I mean, love. I mean, to me, that's what it is. No. Well, no, I, I'm just oh. shaking your head like, yeah, yeah, I, oh, okay. I, I get it. No, it's like <laughs> you're like, duh, it's a duh. no, but yeah. no, but it's right. But I mean, love is the the answer to all, right? But love is power, right? So we don't have to have a physical form to say this is my teaching, but we use Mary and Jesus in a sense as a physical form, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. So what is the teaching besides love? I mean, there's, how do we teach somebody to love when most people have never experienced love before? Well, I mean, True that's love, that is. right. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, it's a, not, I think, I believe that's a very good question. And, um, there's probably maybe many answers to that, but there could be one, one good one, um, and I'll use myself as an example and you and Virginia, and I know there's many, many, many other people out there too, but I'm going to use myself for the moment as an example. Um, so like my dad, you know, he didn't grow up, nobody told him he loved him, you know, and, um, had a rough childhood and like many people have, of course, but anyways, um, maybe his second wife told him, you know, she loved him, but, but I don't think anybody really, truly said it in a, in a sense that was more on a spiritual level, more than just a, a human level. And, um, but I, over the last several years have gotten a little bit closer to my dad. Um, and I tell him, I love you, dad. And he now says it to me. He has never, ever, ever said it to me ever in my whole life until up until these last few years. And it, my, so the answer to your question is me just being me. Amen. <laughs> So we teach people how to be themselves with full love. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I tell everybody I love them. I mean, and I mean it when I say that it's to me, it's not just a word, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I've seen this so much in marriages and things like that. It's like, love you, honey, love you, honey. And it doesn't really mean anything to them. This is a pure, unconditional love, mm-hmm. right? But then we have the other hand of people going, I want to be loved as much as I love. Mm-hmm. So they're walking around telling everybody, I love you, love you, love you. And your dad's a great example of that. Does he really know that experience of love that he's sharing with you? Has um, he showed it in, in other ways? Yes. I feel like he has. Um, he's definitely softer around the edges. Um, I think probably maturity you know, he's in his early 70s and maybe just being older. He's in that that third, he's in that, you know, last circle of life. You know, we have three circles of our lives. And, um, but I think um, I just feel like I helped bring that out in him. And uh, I mean, he, I think, for example, maybe what you're alluding to is um, he is a mechanic. He has a shop and he had a blazer that was left at his shop. Um, the gentleman who owned it had passed away and the wife asked my dad if he wanted it. 
my dad asked my brother if he wanted it. No. So he asked me. I said, well, sure. So out of the goodness of my dad's heart, he had, it's a 1991 Blazer, Chevy Blazer, and she needed a lot of help and a new engine, etc. And he totally took it upon himself to bring her to life, you know, an engine and all these pieces and parts. And, and, uh, she's my goddess mobile. That's her name. Um, got the blazing goddess actually is her name. So the point here is that he would have never done that before. Nope. I know your father well enough to know. Yes. He would have never done this before, but I think because of the grace I've, I've helped to, um, for him to learn and experience and feel has allowed him to feel and share that back, you know, in his own way. And that was one of his ways to be able to do that. And, uh, and for him to say he loves me back is, is huge. It was amazing. Yes. Yeah. So yes, for him to share his, his, uh, monetary right. stuff and build that truck and to give it to me right. is, is a huge, lovely blessing. I I'm grateful. Yeah. So you would probably have to say that there's so many different levels of love. Oh, for sure. What is that book about uh, everybody's different way of loving that uh, that you turned, Virginia turned me on to that book. Really? You're going to have to Google? Well, it's it's how people, like monetary value is, is I'm showing you monetary value. That's the only way he knew how to give love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to cook you dinner. That's a way of saying I love you and mm-hmm. that. And, and I think this is the key right now is that we have to be able to notice the recognition of their perception mm-hmm. of love. Now, your father put himself into this vehicle. I mean, he put a lot of work in it. He's mm-hmm. been repaying it. I mean, it's this this vehicle looks pretty nice. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you have to admit that. Mm-hmm. And for your father to willingly give it and keep working on it for you because there's little things that go on. Sure, that yeah. And that, you know, that is his way of love. Show yes. love. Yes. Don't know the book? Okay. No. Google Virginia. I've read tons of books. I know you have. That's why I was asking Virginia. She's read tons of books and it's like, she gave me this book and it was like, it was a, something of love and it said, had the five laws of love or something like that. The five languages of love. Finally, thank you. <laughs> and in the, the five languages of love, you know, it has different five ways of expressing themselves as love. And it's now us being able to perceive that and notice that what type of love that is. And that and that's their from their love. It's pure love. And now me, I, I have this whole weird thing about love, okay? Because I don't believe that we should compartmentalize anybody in, in, in our hearts. Everybody should be willing to walk in and out as much as they want to in that, down in, you know, you know, I don't care. You know, I'm not going to lock somebody in a room so you can't leave. You know? yeah. And that's what compartmentalizing love is, is locking somebody in a room in your heart and saying, I'm not going to let you go. Because what ends up happening is they break the door down, which means it's breaking your heart. If you don't allow your heart to be broken because you allow people to walk in and out as much as they want to be, and that you're never going to be hurt. So that's mm-hmm. my language of love. Mm-hmm. So, so what is your language of love? How do you show love? I just be me. Exactly. <laughs> just be me. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, you know, I don't know. I just, I have no idea how to explain it. I just am myself, you know, I'm just love. 
And I think that's, if we take Mary Magdalene and Jesus out of this whole concept, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and just be us and allow that inner consciousness to just shine, okay, and the consciousness of Mary, consciousness of Jesus, Jesus to shine. We don't have to label it, right? Because when we label it, label it, I know there's more than you than just Mary Magdalene inside you, okay? Mm-hmm. There's abundance of other essences inside you. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. So that means if I just say it's the Mary Magdalene essence, that's I'm putting a ceiling on it, and that's all it's going to be. It's mm-hmm. not going to be any more than just the Mary Magdalene essence. We have to be allowed to other people to just express themselves with love, the Buddha love or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. without putting a, 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 a label on it. Mm-hmm. I hate labels. <laughs> labels I, stink. I taught you that. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I still won't forget that. Right. Like, oh, I believe in labels. Yeah. And then you taught me that. Now I don't believe in labels. Yeah. Well, and, and you're right on that because, um, you know, I think it, it's a good, um, it's, it's a good guidance, mm-hmm. you know, but to be your own, um, well, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Wow. It just. Know. The music went off and everything. It was just a whole change of energy. <laughs> it's like, what, what the heck? What happened? Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you're right. To um, it's good to just um, they were our lineage to help teach us and show us, you know, what they learned and experienced and passed it on. They're our lineage, you know. Like you said, Buddha, the Dalai Lama, Mary, Mary. I mean, the list, I mean, and there's all the other religions that, you know, have their deities and stuff. Right. But they were our, our ancestors who, you know, helped start to spread it, you know, right. and, 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 you know, to, to keep bringing it down to us. And here right. we are. Here we are. There's an abundance of us out here <laughs> in this world. And can you imagine? Oh, no. Absolutely If we not. raise that vibration, holy yeah. cows, it would be so beautiful. Right. Just one percent of of I think of a thousand people can change you know ten square blocks. Nice. I think that's what the the whole theory was, and and it's such a great theory. Is that because just one percent of that? I mean, we can collectively put our mindset and love and vibrate it out. It's amazing, and it's happening here in the Reiki Academy. It's really interesting the things that are changing around this building. Nice. And you are you're finding so many different things that we had a neighbor move, and they were I mean they weren't about the positive energy they weren't and but you know they're good person people and that, but th- people are changing, and that's because the reverberation that we put out here, I mean, energy is changing constantly in this place and it's fabulous and we can do that. So when everybody says I'm just a minute part of it, it's like you're a big part. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a study that was done, which is really interesting. I, I think you're going to love this. It was this lady had designed frequency modifications. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so she made frequency amplifiers and she was requesting a meditation of manifestation. Okay. So she, why she was meditating with these frequency amplifiers, whatever she would focus on, it would come to her. Hmm. Well, she wanted to learn spells and she wanted to learn all these different types of things and that. So she actually 
turn all these uh, modifiers on that frequency modifiers, which is amplifiers of amp tons of frequency. And she was turning her body into this large frequency antenna and she wanted to learn spells. Well, that night her son came into her room and found her dead. Mm. And she was clutching the chair and that the energy in that. And she had, he had pulled the paperwork that she had put into these modifiers out and she had called something that was not so good, mm -hmm. you know, and she's gone. And wow. we can, we can use energy in so many good ways, you know, but we have to realize that good is better than evil in every which way, shape or form, but mm -hmm. there has to be some sort of evil and darkness to have light. Right. And that's, that's the big thing. Right. So my, my neighbors just started his car up. You probably heard that in the background that he's got this brand new Camaro he bought. Now he says, for some odd reason, they've been busy in heck over there. Change of energy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so he went and spent some money and got himself a brand new Camaro. Good for him. Yes, I love it. I love it's it. Pretty. Oh, it's pretty. It is a pretty car. He's got a nice car. It's loud too. So anyway, I, I love this talk. I mean, this kind of stuff is just fascinates me all the time. I mean, this is, I love the energy of it. I love talking about, you know, Mary Magdalene and everything else and uh, the concepts and ideas of, of consciousness and where is this going to. And so I can't wait for it. I think you're going to start doing it on Tuesdays, right? Some, you know, twice a month or once a month, Tuesdays with Mary Magdalene, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. It'll be kind and of fun. It'll and be kind of fun to do that. And also you're going to be, you're talking about doing a color class here too, right? Yes, I would like to do a color class. Yes, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's the color and vibration class. That's that's pretty awesome mm -hmm. because it's an amazing thing. To kind of walk me through what it looks like to have a color class with you. Well, you're going to come in black and white and leave colored. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, talk about, you know, the... the um, the different, you know, the different colors, the complementary colors, um, a little bit of my background and, and why I feel comfortable enough to share color with you. Um, some how to, uh, you know, blend energy work like Reiki um, with colors because each color has its own vibration. And when you bring that to and on the body, and add the energy on top of that, the universal energy, it's just a powerful, um, you know, healing. And uh, and it's fun. It's pretty <laughs> because it's colorful. I exactly. mean, who, who doesn't like color? I mean, exactly. we live in color. You've been doing some fairs with your color therapy, yeah. haven't you? That, and and it's, you got these great big... Uh, Silks. I mean, they're six foot silks, right? Mm -hmm. That have been blessed, and mm -hmm. there's just beautiful silks, and that that the energy of them is just amazing, and that I, I love it, everything. But because you know my story, that you know when I grew up, I grew up in a very small town, and we could only afford <laughs> an eight pack of colors, and Johnny ate three of them, so we yeah. only had five colors I knew. But there's many other colors out there. So oh, for sure, I, I, I'm very impressed. I, I love your color class. I've been to a couple of your color classes, and mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'm very interested in in uh, seeing what you have to offer and yeah. um, some of your new things. I mean, your classes just keep getting better because you know you're growing with your color. So mm -hmm. so I, I really like that. So for sure. 
yeah. So we're gonna have to kind of wrap this puppy up, and then I hope it's okay because we we could talk for another hour. But that's true. Yeah. That's true. I yeah. and just one last thing on the color too is that um, I'm an author in a book. Oh, that's right. The uh, the wisdom of the Silver Sisters. There's 45 of us authors, and we all had our own story to share, um, or experience, or what, what, whatever their chapter is or was. Um, but mine is on color. So if you get the chance, get that book. It's like really fascinating stories, and they're just short little chapters, a couple, two or three pages, and uh, it's really neat to learn what these ladies had to share. And and again, I share my colors in my it. experience. Might have to get the audio tape of it because I, I don't have time to read anything anymore. <laughs> but, but it sounds exciting. It sounds like it's a good yeah, book. And yeah. It's shared with some pretty amazing people, too. Oh, that, super. Some of the, yeah, yeah I've noticed some of the authors that were with you are pretty amazing people. And that, For sure. And good people. For sure, there. yeah. Absolutely. It's worldwide. We had people from yeah. other countries, part of it. Yeah. So it, even if you just like read a chapter... You know, each day, let's say you have like 45 days, you can read something new and oh fresh. Oh my gosh. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Absolutely. <laughs> so, thank we're, you. We're really happy to have you back on the air again. It's been so long since yeah. since we've gotten to do some podcasts together. And then, yeah. and uh, we're still up there in high end rankings in the Cindy and Rod podcast, which is weird. That's I mean, great. yeah. But uh, Rod Talks, it's coming along very well. Good we got for you. some really good stuff uh we're starting to monetize uh, rod talks and so i have to get more podcasts out there so anybody out there that's interested in doing a podcast i mean yes we're going to be doing a podcast with virginia and that don't don't uh deny that mm-hmm. i mean that's going to be awesome that mm-hmm. but sydney you're always welcome thank you always welcome. thank you thank you, you know thank you. that thank you. it's i mean you only live a couple blocks away so i know right <laughs> so you have to be always welcome right that's right. So I'm excited to see what's coming. Uh, you're going to see the it all on Rod, uh, ReikiRod.com pod, uh, on there at the website. And also MyReikiAcademy.com. And that's uh, a newer site, but that's also a site that goes with, along with all the scheduled uh, events and everything else. And uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more stuff coming out there. And Love I'm it. excited. I got a big master class coming up, and that's Oh, my gosh. And uh, my frequency meditations, I got that going on, too. But uh, this Friday, frequency meditations, I don't know if the podcast is going to be out by that time, but uh, I'm excited about the frequency meditation. Our last bowl meditation we did, we were completely full. We stacked people on top of each other. They didn't mind. <laughs> you know, I had some guy on top of the refrigerator, you know, and opened up both rooms and oh set people gosh, in there. Funny. It was, we were full. We had a really good time. <laughs> that's and wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, she's going to be doing more of that too. And that, but, and Danny, she's really into the feminine, uh, you know, bring the feminine out too. So mm-hmm. this is what we're kind of focusing on is the feminine aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm excited to see what is to come with this. I mean, you know, it's going to bring my femininity out too. Beautiful. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's not to say that we're not going to share and experience the masculine energies. It's just right, right. now we're just trying to raise right. the vibration of the other. It's going to be to interesting. bring some balance. Right. It's going to be really interesting to see in the future here as as men have to start accepting more of the feminine 
femininity also. I've been seeing that a lot anyway. I've been, yes. A lot I've more been, men are yeah. softer around the edges Absolutely. and a little emotional mm-hmm. and all of this. Well, they're going, yeah. what is going on? I've been eating way too much soy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's, it's beautiful. You know, no, it's it beautiful. Is. It is beautiful. It's like, you know, all the things we were, as men, we were told not to do mm-hmm. as kids mm-hmm. is now becoming a regular thing for people in that. And oh, we're we're seeing some changes out there, and it's like you know, men aren't afraid to cry like they used to or be. Hug, or, or hug, or hug, yes. even oh, another guy, gosh, you know, yes. and yep. and yeah, yeah, it's it's just amazing and beautiful. Still running into that. I still run into men don't like to hug me all the time, but <laughs> I walk up to them. I'm a hugger. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> <They're handing laughs> that's it even okay. actually happened this last Friday. Some guy oh. did that to me. It's, it's okay. Though. Of course, of absolutely. Course. Don't want to push it on them. Absolutely, language is love. He he shared his love for other things. He was a, it's really interesting. He was an engineer and he was trying to figure out how things worked and playing the bowls. And he was wondering why the frequency, why it worked, why he understood the frequency concept because he's an engineer. He understands that we are from six to 10 hertz, right? But he couldn't understand why we're listening to 400, 500 hertz and we're only 10 hertz. And so I explained to him, I says, we have seven layers of aura that we have. it has to go through. And by the time it gets to us, it is only 10 hertz. And he goes, oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> and so it's, it was kind of interesting. It was, it was very beautiful to be able to explain that to him, too. So That is awesome. Anything else you need to share or, or say or anything else in that? Um, I don't think so. I just look forward to these, you know, the stuff coming up and, you know, heck. Come and join and feel the love and get a hug. Feel the love and get a hug. <laughs> I love that. Um, Virginia's going to be having a meditation yeah. coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, you make sure you guys look that up on Abundant Palace. Also on ReikiRod.com, uh, you also will find her her classes on there too. Watch out, watch out for Cindy's beautiful classes too. That's going to be also be on the ReikiRod.com. And, uh, yeah, Mary Manglin, let's, let's join out. So I have to say peace out to everybody. I love you all. We're all going to go out and have a yummy dinner right now. So we'll all talk to you later. Have a good night. Thank you. Peace, love, and grace. Love you.